0: What is up, everybody? Today we are bringing you the 2021 Rookie Profile on Clemson wide receiver Amari Rodgers. I'm Christian Welch with the Fantasy Authority. Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, So I want to start off with the background and the recruiting on Amari. Um, So he is the son of former national championship winning quarterback at Tennessee, T. Martin. Um, A lot of people may remember T. from being the offensive coordinator. Um at USC from twenty fifteen to twenty eighteen, but Tennessee fans like myself remember that national title. he brought us back in ninety eight. T also played in the NFL for four years, kind of bounced around, you know, never really had success there, but you know, nonetheless, there's some NFL pedigree there for Amari Rogers. Um, Amari played at Knoxville Catholic High School in Tennessee. Um, it's one of the best programs in the state. It's a four A school. Um, and Amari won the state's Mr. Football Award his junior year and his senior year to finish his high school career. He committed to USC to play for his dad, again, where he was the offensive coordinator. But later, to the dismay of Tennessee fans like myself, who wanted to see him following dad's footsteps to play for the Vols, he flipped his commitment to Clemson. So coming out of high school, he's 5'10", 2'10", uh, four-star, number 17 overall prospect in the country, the number 16 ranked wide receiver in the country. So let's go ahead and hop over to his college years at Clemson. So his freshman year, he played in 12 games, mostly in garbage time. Clemson had a pretty loaded wide receiver room at the time, at least for college standards. There are three receivers that were starting, um, Deion Kane, Ray Ray McLeod, and Hunter Renfro um, all went on to play in the NFL. Um, and then also in the same recruiting class as Amari Rogers, they had blue chipper T. Higgins coming in. And we all know that T. Higgins is pretty good. The only really, you know, positive of his freshman year is that he did flash an 83% catch rate. So, you know, signing good things to come, but he just didn't didn't really have much opportunity his freshman year. Uh, sophomore year, so this is this is where it starts getting good for him. So Dion Kane and Ray Ray McCloud are off to the NFL at this point. So vacated targets are now available for Amari. Sophomore year, he put up 55 receptions for 575 yards and four touchdowns. And that 55 receptions was second on the team, behind only T Higgins, but it was notably ahead of slot receiver Hunter Renfro. Maybe he's showing some flashes there. Hey, I'm I'm the new slot guy going forward. Um, he also became the punt returner that year flashed there as well with a big uh, punt return touchdown against Boston College that year. Clemson won the national championship. So pretty, pretty great sophomore year for Amari, if you ask me. So his junior year, the starting slot receiver Hunter Renfro goes to the NFL. Should be a big year for Rodgers, but he tears his ACL in spring practice. Not looking good, but absolutely incredible recovery by this guy. He only missed one game in his junior season despite tearing his ACL in the spring. So you know, shades of Adrian Peterson there as, as fast as he came back from that that ACL. He did, you know, really drop in production though. His junior year was not a good one. Outside of the injury, uh, Justin Ross emerged the previous year with a thousand yards as a freshman, and Travis Etienne really stepped up his involvement in the passing game. So the target share he saw was lower, his performance was lower. Just really not a good year for Amari's junior year, especially coming off of how incredible that sophomore year was. So let's see how he finishes up, senior year this past season. So we know T. Higgins is in the NFL now with the Bengals. Uh, Justin Ross missed the entire season due to injury. This is a great opportunity for Amari Rodgers to be the guy um, this year for you know Trevor Lawrence and Clemson. Uh, this year he saw a 20.8% target share, 77 catches for 1,020 yards and 7 TDs. So despite Higgins and Ross still being gone, he still did most of his work from the slot. So it's not like they moved him out wide to replace those guys. He still ate from the slot all year. So 536 slot snaps for Rodgers to just 109 out wide. His catch rate did drop out of the 80s for the first time in his career, but he saw a triple the volume that, that he saw the previous year in his junior year. So he had over 100 targets, but that catch rate did drop down to 75.5% again, out of the 80s for the first time in his career. So to put a wrapper on his college career, um, you know, pretty good college career. He leaves a national champion, um, and he's sixth all-time in receptions in Clemson history. So pretty good college career for Rodgers. Like I said, I'm not a Clemson fan, but I'm sure their fans are are happy with, you know, what he did for them. So let's talk about what I think he does well, strength. This dude is strong, okay? Um, He's got a running back build. He's got that thick, strong lower half, um, he's 5'10", 2'10", so again, not prototypical wide receiver size, at least for you know what most people are looking for, over six foot, but just a, a you know thick, strong, low center of gravity guy. He backed up that strength last week at his pro day, putting up 24 reps of 225 on the bench press, which would have been first at the combine last year if he was able to participate. 23 was the highest last year by Quintez Cephas. Number two for me is his hands. Amari is just consistent. He's reliable. He adjusts to poorly thrown balls well. Um, he's just one of those, you know, he, it feels like he's a veteran, like he's been in the NFL for for 10 years already, you know, at least in, in college. You know, he's just the, the ultimate reliable guy. He's not going to make mistakes. Um, and again, just very strong hands, excellent ability to adjust to poorly thrown balls. That's backed up again by that 80% catch rate that he had three out of the four years in college. And again, that one year he was under 80 was, you know, right there around 76 on over 100 targets. So this dude's got extremely reliable hands teams are not going to have to worry about him having concentration drops, poor adjustments, anything like that. And then lastly, his versatility. Um, He has a unique strength hands combo, lives behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, if you're watching Clemson film, you're going to see this guy in motion nonstop. He's going to be catching laterals. They're going to be throwing him screens. He's just living in the backfield. So that's really suggested a move to running back. Maybe I've seen a lot of experts suggest, hey, you know, this guy's 5'10", 210, thick, strong, lower half, lives in the backfield. This guy could be a running back, and, and I tend to agree. Um, if his profile was a running back, he'd he'd be one of my favorite pass-catching running backs in this class. He also plays special teams. He's a three-year punt returner for Clemson. So th- this is really a Swiss army knife of a player that you could put anywhere and know that he's going to be able to use his strength and his versatility to his advantage. And for me, like, a couple of little things I really picked up watching film of him. Switching the ball to the outside arm. So if he's running to the right side and moving that ball from the left arm to the right arm. Um, knowing where the first down marker is. Those are little things that sound simple, but it'll drive you nuts when you're watching film if a player's not, you know, focusing on those things. So what are my concerns with him? Number one will be the lack of elite wide receiver traits that he has. So again, his size, he's a small guy, uh, 5'10", 2'10". You know, most people are looking for their receivers in the NFL to be over six foot tall. Not everybody is Tyreek Kill. He struggles with separation. So as strong as he is as a runner, you know, being able to shed tackles and things like that, he doesn't necessarily use that strength to his advantage, you know, to to get out of routes well. You know, he, he just really struggles to separate from defenders and lack of length. I mean, again, that size, he's a he's a smaller guy. He is terrible at contested catches. I mean, if there's a corner on him or a linebacker on him, he's not catching the ball. I mean, he needs to be open. Again, if he's open and the quarterback throws it poorly, he can make that adjustment and make the catch. But he he cannot make the play if it's a contested catch. So that's definitely a weakness there for him. Number two for me was going to be scheme. So he just doesn't create for himself. You know, I mean, he's tremendous with the ball in his hands, but a team is going to have to be willing to get the ball in his hands very quickly. Because, again, the the, the lack of separation, you know, he's not the greatest rat runner. He's not going to make a catch in traffic. You know, he, he needs a team to scheme him touches to where he can have the ball in his hands and use that playmaking ability. And then the last concern for me is the position. Um, not the versatility is a bad thing, but, you know, maybe teams being undecided on how they would use him, could, could make his stock slip potentially, you know, so I wish he was a running back. Like I said, he'd be one of my favorite running backs in this class if he was. But the lack of defined path that he has, you know, makes me a little hesitant to invest in him, a little, you know, high in my rookie drafts. But, you know, there is a point where I'll take him and we'll get there in just a second. Um, so where's he going to go in the NFL? Is is a team going to, you know, be willing to scheme him touches? Is a team just going to see that he's a winner and he does all the little things right and they just want that type of, you know, person in their locker room? The NFL draft, if you look at mock drafts, you're going to see him going anywhere from the third to the fifth. Um, I tend to agree with that. I've got a fourth round grade on him myself. I absolutely love him as a player. You know, the intangibles, the little things that he does, you know, but the size is a reality. His lack of separation is a, is a reality, you know, and I've got a fourth round grade on him. So where could he go? Um, I see two spots in the NFC North that I think would be a good landing spot for him. And then one in the NFC South, Uh, those teams are going to be Green Bay and Detroit, starting with Green Bay. Green Bay has no wide receiver on their team that had over 50% snaps in the slot last year. So they literally do not have a slot receiver. The receivers they do have behind Adams, I think we can all agree have been, you know, suspect to say the least. Outside of that, they also could potentially lose Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams to free agency this year. Maybe they're one of those teams that sees the versatility and maybe think that he could contribute, you know, there behind A.J. Dillon as well. Who knows? Detroit. Quintes Cephas is about the only uh, wide receiver they have on the roster. You know, we'll see what happens with Kenny Galladay with the franchise tag, whatnot. But, you know, that's a thin wide receiver room. They need some bodies there. And recently I heard new head coach Dan Campbell talking about how he wants to use DeAndre Swift in the slot quite a bit this year. Maybe Rodgers is another body they can bring in with, you know, similar skill set to be able to play a little bit in the backfield, a little bit, a bit, uh, little bit in the slot, and really help Detroit there. <clears throat> one other spot that I really like will be Carolina. So we all know Curtis Samuels, one of the bigger free agents this year, probably leaving Carolina. I could see Rogers sliding in right there in Carolina and filling that nice void. Um, for the loss of Samuel. So where should you target Rodgers in your rookie drafts? Um, for me, depending on if it's a, a you know, a standard league or a, a super flex, you know, I'm I'm still thinking third round somewhere. You know, if it's super flex, it's going to be later in the third round. If it's not, it's going to be a little earlier. But to me, this is a guy that's going to play in the league for a little while. He does little things correct. You know, he, he's, a, he's a, I think a coach's pet, if you will. A coach would love this guy. He just does all the little things right. He's got good size, good strength. Um, And he's a winner. You know, people are going to love that he comes from that Clemson program and he was a big part of everything that happened there. So for me, I'll be targeting him in the third round of my rookie drafts. And, you know, I I think he's going to play in the league for a while. Could be a good investment for you guys as well. That's all I have on Amari Rodgers today. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to the Fantasy Authority on YouTube. Um, If you want to see more content from me, you can find me on Twitter at at EvilEmpireFF. And, uh, you know, keep your eyes on the TFA feed. We've got plenty more of these rookie profiles coming. See you guys next time.